We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I got to tell you, over the course of the past several years that I've been doing the show, um, I've had a lot of great people on this program, and I love each and every one of you. But I want to say that today I'm I'm really excited. I'm just so excited to have a special guest, and uh, I also call him a friend. We've got Chief Political Anchor Dennis House in the house. Dennis, hello. And we are definitely friends, and I've known you for so many years, and it's so great to be on your program. Thanks for having me. Well, you know, it's funny. I was thinking back when, you know, I knew you were going to be on the show. I'm like, when, I'm wondering when Dennis and I first met. Obviously, you know, I was at Channel 30, and you were in the business. But the the day I remember the most, most of it, was when you and Kara lived in the Brownstones in Hartford, that beautiful brownstone. That's right. And you had a St. Patrick's Day party. That's correct. And, yes, we had Benny. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that one was just—that was just crazy. And that was back in my drinking days. And boy, did I have a good time! I got to tell you, <laughs> you know, that's one of my memories that I do remember. So um, I just go back to that, and we just had such a great time. And I love that house because you would actually knock down walls and made two brownstones into one, right? Yeah, our place had. Uh, so it was over 100 years old, and it was right on the parade route, which is why we had those parties on St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. It was built, I believe, in 1879, and uh, we did some work to it to make it a little bit nicer. And it was very vertical, though. So once we started to have kids, we knew that we needed something that was less, uh, had fewer stairs in it, so to speak. And it was recently in a couple of horror movies, the new owners. Horror um, movies? You said horror? No, Hallmark. Hallmark. Oh, Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is Christmas in Harlem, and the other one is a royal holiday. So check it out. It is featured 25 Capitol Avenue in Hartford. It is featured in both of those films. But I actually think, Anna, I met you before then because you and I were reporters in the 1990s. Yes. And so we would see each other out as competitors. We're friendly competitors, and I always respected your work, and uh, that was a lot of fun back in the day. Well, thank you. You know, those were those were different days, Dennis, I have to tell you, that, you know, we we were all very competitive, but we all got along. And, and look at you now. I mean, you're just doing such great things at uh, Channel 8 News down there. You know, your political program, your anchoring, and it's so great to see you in a place that appreciates your talent, your connections, and, and all that you do. And it's a big plus for all of us, you know, that, that consume local news because I just, I love the station and I love what you're doing down there. So thanks again for taking time. I know you're busy. Well, you're so great to say that. And we have a great team here at Channel 8, and I work with a lot of wonderful people, many of whom you have known for years as well. So it's really just an amazing 
an amazing experience. And uh, people can catch me every night in the 6 o'clock news and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. That's right. Okay, there's there's your little plug for your show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, speaking of busy and speaking of news, it's just been unbelievable, you know, and, and people, the number one question I get from people, you know, I've had my, my own firm now for 22 years. Can you believe that? Wow, and I know. Isn't that nuts? But, Good you know, you. the one great. question that people ask me is, you know, do you miss it? And I got to tell you, um, not to sound like I'm an ambulance chaser, but when I watched the news yesterday and all the breaking news that was going on, those are the only days that I really miss it. When things are breaking and the live truck's there and you've got to step outside the courthouse and update people on what's just happened, um, it just, it was amazing. So let's talk about just yesterday, your busy day, and um, I was also in my house just screaming and yelling and jumping up and down and clapping because finally... Finally, they got Richard debate. So I'll let you talk about all the stuff you were dealing with yesterday down at News 8. So yesterday was a very busy day anyway. We had some stories that we were following. Uh, there had been a murder on the Farmington Canal Trail, and there was a wildfire in Middletown. We were keeping our eye on a brush fire. And we knew that the debate trial might have a verdict. Might have happened yesterday. Could have happened uh, later in the week, but we were kind of expecting it yesterday. And for those who aren't following the case, Richard DeBate was accused of murdering his wife, Connie, back in December of 2015. And his story did not jive with what prosecutors were saying. And they mm -hmm. were relying on one key piece of evidence, and that was the Fitbit that Connie was wearing when she was killed. It did not match what he said in terms of her final moments. It's interesting. Digital proof is uh, a new thing in, in trials now, and, and it doesn't lie. Right. Uh, emails and a, that digital trail, they say, is really tough for for a killer to erase. So we were awaiting the you know, the verdict. And then we got a call um, that the verdict was in. And so we run standby to burst into programming like we would for a, a big story like this. And then we heard that it was guilty. We reported that we had a special report on Channel 8 and all over digital. And then two minutes later, we learned that Nathan Carmen had been indicted by a federal jury in Vermont in the murder of his mother. Literally two minutes after this had happened, two big stories that we've been watching for a while that happened years ago. Right. We're all of a sudden in the news within moments of each other. Unbelievable. Well, you know, the Richard debate thing, um, you know, it was surprising, I think, how how short of a time the jury deliberated, right? That was one of the things, you know, and both of these, both of these particular cases that broke yesterday have made national news programming. I mean, a lot of the big, you know, 48 hours and, and 2020 and all those kinds, Dateline, I know that they have covered the both of these stories. They both sort of ripped out of the tabloids. Nathan right, that Carmen, too. Who, yep. who once lived in Middletown was accused of, well, he was suspected of killing his grandfather, John Chocolos, in Windsor back in 2013, but he was never charged in that case. But right. there was some suspicion around him. And then his mother disappeared at sea mm -hmm. in 2016. And it was a dramatic story because Nathan Carmen was on a boat with her. They went way out, sort of beyond the continental shelf. And he said the boat sank. He was rescued by the Coast Guard in a raft. And they were always kind of suspicious because later someone said, oh, he was doing something with the boat to make it sink. He, the, the story didn't match. And right. so years went by and uh, he was charged by federal prosecutors in Vermont. Now, why Vermont? 
Well, first of all, she disappeared in international waters. Mm. So federal prosecutors had to take over the case. And he was living in Vermont at the time. So that's why he was charged there, why he was indicted by a grand jury in the state of Vermont. Now, he has not yet been charged as of the recording of this program. He's not yet been charged in the murder of his grandfather. But federal prosecutors, as part of their arrest warrant, they said that he did murder the grandfather. So in all likelihood, Connecticut prosecutors will be charging him with that as well. Right. Finally, I know I live in Windsor. And so that was just such a, you know, kind of a shocking thing that happened. And you know how townspeople talk. Windsor's not that big of a town. And yeah, uh, yeah, that was the word on the street in Windsor that that obviously he did it. So, you know, you go to Nathan Carmen. Okay, that was that was unexpected, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. been going on for so long. Like you said, um, it was back in 2016 that he took his mom on this boat trip. So then again, with debate, um, you knew it was coming, but nobody knew it was going to come that quickly. So, you know, tell our tell our listeners a little bit, Dennis, about what goes on. Like all hell breaks loose, breaking news. I mean, if you've never been in a newsroom to experience something like this, and I can't imagine what happened yesterday, um, what was it like? Well, we had a crew inside the courtroom, so we knew that when this verdict came down, we would be notified right away. Mm-hmm. And we had an anchor on standby and a, and a crew ready to put, it was Lisa Carberg, ready to put our anchor on TV as soon as this verdict happened. And it's interesting because those of us who've studied broadcast history, all, you know, the whole industry changed back in 1963 when President Kennedy, would, you know, Kennedy was assassinated. And what happened on that day, we've all seen the announcement by Walter Cronkite when he takes off his glasses. Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't really early on in the coverage. That was about an hour into it. When he first went on the air, there was like a graphic that said, uh, you know, special report by CBS News. And the reason why you didn't see Walter Cronkite on TV is because back then it took about 15 to 20 minutes to get the studio ready. The lights had to be turned on. It really took a while to warm up the cameras. Mm -hmm. And so nowadays, most television stations are ready for breaking news. We can go on in a matter of minutes, but it wasn't always that way. And we've sort of learned over the years, hey, you know, you always need to have an anchor and standby. And that's why particularly at the networks, there's always an anchor in that building 24-7. Absolutely. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Chief Political Anchor Dennis House from News 8. Um, we should also mention that you are a Emmy Award-winning journalist. How many of those beautiful statues do you have on your shelves between you and Kara? I have two, and she has two, and we have uh, dozens of nominations over the years. But I rarely win. Well, it's such a weird process, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if things have changed, but back in the day when I was at Channel 30, one of the barriers to even entering was that you had to pay for your own entry fees. And back then it, it, was, expensive. it was like 200 bucks. And, you know, I just really couldn't afford the 200 bucks. So, but at least yeah, you really have does. two. At least it's even yeah. two and two. Yeah. It does cost a lot to enter. Some stations pay, some don't. It really mm-hmm. depends on the year and the company. Right. So let's go back to Richard debate. And and as I was watching this coverage, I guess my big question is, maybe you can answer it, maybe you can't. Why is he not going to be sentenced until September? What the hell? You know, it's interesting how things change. And you may remember this case um, and Adam Zaks. Yes. So Adam Zaks was from West Hartford and he was uh, accused of murdering a man outside a bar called the Prospect Cafe in yep. West Hartford. Yep. And he uh, he fled, and he lived for many years overseas. So um, 
you know, now they're going, you know, they did catch him eventually, but so the rules are a little bit different now. They extend out the sentencing. I'm not exactly sure why it gives room, you know, time for appeal, but he'll be watched very carefully if he should postpone. And it's now been raised to $5 million, but they, you know, it's, it's interesting how they do it. Um, he's already in custody right now. And unless he should postpone, he, um, he won't be going anywhere. Well, let, let, I don't know why they do it so late. I, I mean, it does it doesn't seem to make sense to wait till September, but that's how it you know that's how the the system works, right? And we and we've already waited so long for justice, you know, to 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 come to fruition. That he killed his wife back in 2015, and now we can't we can say he killed his wife. We don't have to say allegedly killed his wife because he's guilty, right? This guy well, that's is what the guilty. Jury found the jury found him guilty. That's, that's right, absolutely. So now again, we got to wait and see what the sentence is going to be. But I hope they hang the guy by his ears. Um, anyway, so, you know, that's the kind of thing. And I don't think that a lot of our listeners understand, or, or maybe you could help us understand, um, just what the day-to-day operation is of a newsroom. And that's what I always loved about it. Every day is different. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what stories you're going to cover, you know, and your focus has been so much on politics. That's also, you know, such a changing landscape each and every moment. And, and do you love that about what you do, Dennis? Yeah, I love the fact that every day you walk in and you just don't know what's going to be happening. I mean, sure, you have an idea of like some of the stories that will be taking place, but news can break on a moment's notice. You just don't know. And I've covered everything from murders to fires to baseball games to, uh, you know, to um, trials to, you know, the list goes on. Car crashes. You just don't really know over the years. And it's one of the things that keeps our business sort of fresh because um, you walk in and you're like, what will I be covering today? You just really don't know. What's our lead story going to be? You just really don't know. And that's kind of what I've always kind of liked about it. And you know, I've been doing this for over 30 years, 30 years here in Connecticut this summer. Hard to believe. Wow. Yet, uh, you know, I, I'm just not bored with it. I still really get very passionate about it. Yesterday when we had all that breaking news, you know, the blood's pumping. You want to make sure you get the story accurate. You want to make sure that you're first. But I think accuracy is a lot more important than being first. Did they buy you pizza? <laughs> well, newsrooms are famous for bringing in all sorts of food, as you know. Yeah, uh, there's, there's always pizza. That, you know, there's always something fattening to the newsroom. It seems. <laughs> you know, here's a funny story I'll never forget because when we go back to you, never know what you're going to cover. Usually, when I went to work, I dressed in heels and a dress, and yep. unless I knew I was going to be outside doing something where I dressed differently. So one day, of course, I've got the dress and the heels on, and they say to me, Ann. You're going to go to, I forget the town, you're going to this town and you're going to go cover this religious cult scene that they found. Well, (laughs) don't you know, the religious cult scene was up a big hill, down into the woods, and literally the police officer that was escorting us to the scene had to take his hands from behind and push my my fanny up the hill. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was just, it was crazy. Another time they sent me into the house of a of a sexual predator and the place was disgusting and the cops came in and said you shouldn't even be in here he says let me give you some advice when you get home throw your clothes out and burn them because there were things in that house that really we shouldn't have been exposed to so you just oh, never yeah. you never know you really never so, know and you always have to follow up tips one of the weirdest stories i ever did was when i was in michigan 
And I got a tip from uh, this guy who said, hey, listen, my neighbor is burning dogs on her property. What? I said, what do you mean burning dogs? And he said, yeah, you know, uh, she burns her sick and dead dogs in burn barrels. So I told my news director about it. And he's like, yeah, take a ride out and just see what it's all about. So we took a crew. We went out there. And as soon as we pulled under this property, dogs uh, of all kinds came running out of bushes and everything. And there were, there were dozens of them in. And uh, this old woman came out of her house. And uh, I spoke to her. I said, you know, there are some complaints that you're burning dogs. She said, well, I just burn them if they're sick or they're dead. And she took us in the backyard and there were burn barrels with dog carcasses. Oh. It was it was absolutely revolting. The smell when we got out of the car. Oh, my between God. Just, you know, I mean, you know, dozens of dogs doing mm-hmm. their business all over the line. It was just awful. And the smell of that, I'll never forget. And uh, so you just never really know. No, what you you're don't. Going. You yeah, don't. I mean, and, and people like her, you know, she, most people would say, get off my property, you know, and they'd put their hand in front of your camera and, and shoo you away. And here she is showing. Yeah, I do that. Let me show you. Yeah. She didn't see any, you know, see any problem with it all. And it, it was a sad story because she was a hoarder and she was getting on there in years and, and the whole bit. And she didn't believe in neutering. And she said all of this stuff right on camera. And so you never know. You could end up in a courtroom. You could end up in an in a, in a upscale department store. You just don't know when you walk into work. Well, and that's the versatility that you have to have if you're in that business, if you're in the news business. And that's what I always tell people now when I go out and talk about, you know, how to handle the news media and what you need to know because to your point one day it's politics it could be a you know triple murder um who knows you know it could be weather it could be sports it could be all these different things and um it, you just kind of kind of be an expert on a little bit of everything right that's the thing you walk in knowing nothing and mm-hmm. you at the end of the day as an expert in 10 different things and one of these days, uh, you know, you know, years ago, I, I came into work and I said, listen, uh, the sports guy is sick and we need you to go to the World Series. It's game six of the Yankees and they could win the whole thing tonight. So I'm like, all right, well, so I went to the World Series. I've never been to a World Series, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you know, there I was at Yankee Stadium on the field covering a World Series. <laughs> you just don't know. It's unbelievable. So do you still like what you do, Dennis? You, like you said, you said, and let me ask you this too. Do you drive in your in your antique Buick station wagon? Does that, <laughs> does that take you to work or not? I love it. No. Well, the antique Buick station wagon, and I do keep in the driveway, but I don't really drive that um, that much. My wife wants me to get rid of it because it doesn't really uh, serve any purpose, she says. But you drive it now and then. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 1996 Buick Roadmaster wagon. I love that thing with the third row. And it still drives like like a like a top. It's just amazing. I love it. It reminds me of the Griswolds, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Don't get rid of it. Don't listen to Kara. Tell her I said you could keep it. Absolutely. I will. <laughs> I will. But no, I do love the business and I and I don't miss it at all. You know, I mean, don't uh, miss out on you know perhaps doing something else and yeah I've been offered some jobs outside of this industry but oh I know you have but I still really like what I do mm-hmm. and I still really I, I love meeting the viewers I love telling their stories I like uh, you know I, I, I love our state I love going to different towns I I love hearing people's complaints and and you know rejoices about where they live I think it's pretty cool so let's talk a little bit about politics so that's always been one of your fortes right. And, yes. and so what do you think about the upcoming election? What are you finding out? What are you hearing behind the scenes? Well, I think it's really interesting. We have a gubernatorial race. Obviously, it's Ned Lamont against Bob Stefanowski. And then we've got the Senate race, which is Richard Blumenthal against three people competing in a primary, Themis Claritus, Leora Levy, and Peter Lumage. So that will be pretty interesting. 
statistically, you know, it's difficult to say. We have had Republican governors in this state before, but the state seems to be trending Democratic over the last several years, the last election cycles. The president's unpopular, but the governor is popular right now. So who knows? It's really, really hard to predict. The last time, by the way, Anne, that a sitting governor was voted out of office was 1954. So Connecticut likes to keep their people. Uh, John Lodge, he was kind of known as Connecticut's Ronald Reagan. He was an actor who uh, I think he played opposite Marlene Dietrich and was uh, Shirley Temple's father in the movie, John Lodge. He became later went into politics, became a senator, I mean, uh, a you know, congressman, and then governor of Connecticut. In fact, I-95 is named after him. Next time you drive on the highway, you'll see the John Lodge Expressway. Oh, that's wow. Interesting. So that's where he comes from. That's him. And uh, uh, 95 was built when he was governor, and so they named it after him after he left. Hmm. So that was the last time that a sitting governor lost. So statistically, it's hard to do. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And uh, I think this time Blumenthal is going to get a run for his money. And, you know, even back in the days, you know, the, the guy, speaking of news, if he's not featured in three or four stories on every station every day, it's amazing. Even back when I was doing what I was doing, um, they're like, oh, it's time to go cover Tricky Dicky. That's what we call it. <laughs> he has very media savvy advisors who and, and that is a person's job if you work for let's say senator ann baldwin your job is to get senator baldwin on television Ooh, wait frequently. That, has, that has a nice ring to it doesn't it though doesn't it though there's already a baldwin bridge but there could be something else named after you if you were a u.s senator but these things that's their job to be on tv mm-hmm. and a lot of politicians i think are learning from him how to do it Hey, let's have an event every uh, every day. Let's let's turn this into an event, even though it's not an event. Uh, let's make sure we do it during uh, you know hours where crews can go. Uh, if, if you're not media savvy, like you don't have a news conference at six o'clock because no one's going to cover it, right? Right. Um, so you know to have it like at noon, so that gives a reporter time to put it together for the news and things like that. So he he does have a very media savvy staff. That and you know what? Also, I heard that he used to be a newspaper reporter, a print reporter. Did you hear that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He so he's got it in it's in his blood. In yes. Yeah. Back in the early 70s. And uh, so he he he, he kind of gets what we do. Right. He does. And, you know, he's one of those guys. It doesn't matter how much you poke at him. He just says what he wants. And pretty much you say, OK, I guess that's all I'm going to get. There's my sound bite. I'm done. Right. You kind of get you kind of give up. He's one of those one of those people. So what yeah, else? And I will tell you, Go ahead. You know, for better or worse, you know, we have a proximity to politicians in Connecticut that many other states don't have. California is so huge. Yeah. The, the odds of local reporters meeting a senator on a weekly basis is really, really unlikely. You know, and but here in Connecticut, it's 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 what an hour and a half to drive across the state. You get to meet everybody. That's true. Um, so what else is coming down the pike? So May is what they call the ratings month. So we know you won't be taking any time off. I, I got married in May back in the day. And, you know, I was I wasn't even allowed to go on a honeymoon because of the book. It's called the book. It's a ratings time. This is when they really gauge who's the who's the best in the business. So this is a crazy month for you guys. May is always busy. February, May and November are the three months where Nielsen measures. Well, we get them every single day of the year, but they do kind of sell the advertising based on those three times. And that's when you see cliffhangers on TV shows and. Uh, some television stations doing gimmicks like, you know, things like that. And 
Um, and we do in-depth uh, news reports during the month of May and uh, November as well. And we're doing really well here at Channel A. You know, we, we, we are on the upswing. We have a lot of momentum. We have a great experienced crew. You do. And so we, we I kind of thrive on like, you know, working hard and making sure we're getting the best news out there. Yeah, so, and, and it shows, I got to tell you, you know, and it, and it comes from the top. You know, you got Rich Graziano down there helping run amazing. the show. You got Chuck, your news director. I mean, you've got all these people that are really doing a great job. So we've just got about a minute left. And I just want to, you know, first of all, thank you again, Dennis, for, for your time and chatting with me. How are your kids doing? I got to tell you, I, I follow you on social media. You've got some <laughs> two good looking kids, man. You and Kara made cute kids. Well, they took after my wife. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they got looks from their mom. No, they're great. They're, my son's going to turn 13 this summer. My daughter is 15, already talking about driving next year. And wow. We're, you know, we're doing great. They're, they do well academically. They like to do sports. They're, you know, we, we, you know, we tell the kids, Karen and I are like, listen, you got to be involved in something. Yes. Every, you know, every, you know, season, whatever it may be, if it's sports or an activity. So they kind of keep busy. I, uh, I, I coach my son's uh, football team in the fall in West Hartford. And uh, this spring, we're actually doing um, flag football in Windsor because they have a spring league. So I'm, I'm helping out coaching in Windsor this spring as well. So that's a lot of fun. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, yes, we I, keep really busy. Yes, I, I know, that age especially. So, you know, my yeah. advice to you is maybe your daughter should drive the Buick. Yes. Well, hey, listen, <laughs> we had a babysitter who banged it up a little bit. So oh. I, I, I'm very protective of the uh, 26-year-old Buick now. It's 26 years old. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> well, listen, my dear friend, thank you again for taking time and um, really do appreciate you shedding some light on what goes on behind the scenes over at News 8, Chief Political uh, Anchor Dennis House. My friend, thank you so much, and I'm sure we'll be in touch soon. Well, and thanks so much for having me on. I think the world of you, in fact, I was singing your praises the other day, and then all of a sudden, at that moment, an Ann Baldwin email showed up in my inbox. You never know, right? It was meant to be. <laughs> it was meant to be. Thanks, Dennis. Enjoy the rest right, of your day, soon. buddy. All right? Bye-bye. Thank you. What a great conversation. And, of course, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of News You Can Use right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.